0: God bless everybody. This is the Prophet Lovi, and uh, God bless you and increase you in every single way possible. And uh, I want you to share this. Let somebody know that Prophet is live, and God is going to increase you and bless you in a tremendous way. I'm excited for what God is going to speak today. I'm not going to take a lot of time, but I want you to share this and share this and share this as many times as you can. Uh, I've, been, I've been sitting here and uh, I've been talking to Bishop Isaiah, we had dinner together and God just sparked something in my spirit that I want to talk to you about and I want the Lord Jesus to bless you with and I want you to share this as many times as you can. Amen. And I'm going to be talking about something that is going to launch you where the Lord Jesus wants you to be. Amen. There are certain things that God cannot make to come to pass. Until it is first in you. In fact, the reality of the spirit is you cannot give what you do not have. Amen. So I want you to share this as many times as you can. And I'm going to speak about something. I'm going to speak about something very prophetic. Amen. Something that will push you in deeper depths with God. So I want you to share this as many times as you can. Uh, let me see who's on YouTube. Let me see the YouTube. Uh, Facebook is already sharing. That's good. We thank God. Uh, YouTube keep sharing, and sharing, and sharing, and sharing, and sharing. Hallelujah. 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 God is amazing. amazing. (laughs) Somebody says blessings plus tax. (laughs) (laughs) People are funny on YouTube. This is amazing. This is really good. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing, because God is going to touch you uh, in a tremendous way. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to speak about something uh, I believe that is going to change your life and I'm going to be speaking about pregnancy. Prophetess Dunia Walsh, God bless you. Uh, Christina Williams, God bless you. And uh, my son Fabian, God bless you. Every single person coming on YouTube, keep sharing, keep letting somebody know that the Prophet is live and God is gonna bless you in a tremendous way today I'm gonna be speaking to you about pregnancy and what pregnancy is in the realm of the spirit I am not a woman so I cannot speak to you about uh, the normal pregnancy even though we can know some things it's different to be pregnant as a woman but I'm gonna tell you about spiritual pregnancy which actually began uh, in the spirit and the first human being to ever be pregnant was not a woman it was a man called Adam Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna tell you about what it takes to be pregnant and what it takes to conceive to conceive what the Lord God has put inside of you or even how to receive the seed to actually be able to conceive Hallelujah. Hallelujah can somebody hear me can somebody hear me can somebody hear me uh, just to let people know, there's a lot of people who will make a fake profile and message you as prophet lovey. I do not message people. I don't do anything like that. If you even look at the messenger, it will usually say uh, uh, checking in from Nigeria or something or some random country. Anyone that just messaged you in my name, just know it's not me because I will not do that. If you want to reach me, it will be through my office. If it's not through my office, it will be through emails to the church. I will never Instagram you. I will never Facebook you. I will never do that. And I, and I definitely don't speak the way they speak in those messages. Anyone who's been around me knows how I speak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you need to understand that God's desire is to plant something in you that will become something great. But there are many people who don't even get to the place of becoming pregnant because not everybody is pregnant. Mm. If you read Genesis uh, chapter five, if we can go there really quickly, I was talking to the prophet, uh, to the to the bishop about this, and he touched my heart, and God spoke to me about something that I should tell you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Read this. Look at this prophet. Erica M. Guzman. Can you do me a favor? Can you record a video and send it to us? Listen to this testimony. Uh Prophet Lovi, I was I was the female you prayed for in Apostle Omar's church. You prayed for me for my pregnancy because the doctors could not find the baby, it could not find the baby a week later. I went back. And the egg showed up, and you told me it would be a boy, and I was told last week it's a boy. Amen, hallelujah, and I will name him Josiah, as you said. Exactly. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: That's called giving birth in the Spirit. That baby would have not come if I did not speak. Mm. There's something that you have to understand. There is delivery in the Spirit. is through the words you speak. If you don't speak, nothing nothing comes. When a prophet speaks, he plants something into somebody. But the problem is some people don't get pregnant by God. So when Adam was created, if you go, are you there? Genesis chapter 5. Read verse 1, verse 1 as quickly. Yes, you can. Then I will explain something. That's a powerful testimony. If you can record a video and send it to us, it will be really, really amazing. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the day that God created man, Mm -hmm. in the likeness of God made he him. Mm -hmm. Male and female created he them, Mm -hmm. and blessed them, and
1: called their name Adam, in the day when they were created. One more time. This is the book of the generations of Adam. Mm -hmm.
0: In the day that God created man, Mm -hmm.
1: in the likeness of God
0: made he him. Mm -hmm. Male and female
1: created he them, Mm -hmm.
0: and blessed them, and Mm -hmm. called their name Adam. Mm So when God created man, he created one man called Adam, but in him he put a female. That's why the Bible is saying, male and female created he, them. He created he, him, male and female. So he made one man being male and female. I don't know if somebody's catching that. Yeah. Meaning he was one, he was a man. It says, made he, him, singular, male and female created Eve. So there was a woman inside of Adam. That's why you find that when God wanted to make Eve, he had to make Adam fall asleep and to pull Eve out. Mm. If Adam did not go to sleep, lay down, he could not conceive. So God had to put him to sleep to remove what was inside of him. The number one thing that you have to understand is that God wants to impregnate you with purpose. But the purpose, the way God puts purpose into man, a lot of people don't understand that god will never tell you to do random things for random results he won't just tell you to do something for the sake of doing it i really want people to understand this everything that god tells you to do is because he will show you the harvest of what you're doing and it will always be connected with what he has called you to do an example god cannot tell me to go and evangelize not that evangelism is bad Prophet Love is not an evangelist. Prophet Love's job is to hear the voice of God, to tell people what God is saying. If I go into evangelism, I will fail because it's not my calling. Mm. God has me saving souls, not on the byways and the highways. God has placed me on the mountain somewhere and people come to the mountain to find me. Mm. That's how Jesus' ministry was. John the Baptist, he was told, stay at the river. He stayed at the river and people came there. So people are assigned different places. So God's purpose will always benefit people and benefit people to the knowing of who Jesus is. Mm. Whenever you hear a voice that makes you do things that never show progress, but it brings discord around you, you know it's not God. Mm. Because whatever God speaks will always be to the benefit of people. Mm. I wish somebody could hear what I'm saying. So the first thing to be pregnant with God, you have to be intimate with God. When there is no intimacy... One can never be pregnant with the purpose of God. God does not tell the secret things to people who are not intimate with him. Intimacy creates a bond whereby you are in a place where God can strip himself and you can strip yourself before God. Somebody who does not walk in intimacy with God, God can never birth them with purpose. Notice when... Paul was going to Damascus when he had the Damascus experience. Paul's whole life was turned upside down, but God did not reveal his purpose. God stopped him from going to destroy people. When he got to a place of intimacy, that's when God sent Ananias, the prophet, to go to him. The Bible says, and Paul was praying night and day. He was in a place of prayer. God told him, hey, can you go find this guy called uh, Saul? He said, Lord, that's the guy who is killing people. And God said, no, 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 no. Go to him, for he shall suffer many things for me. He will preach my word to places that people never knew. But when God dealt with him, it wasn't because God put a purpose in him. God stopped him from going to destroy his people. He had to make a choice to be in a place of intimacy, to be impregnated with purpose for the people of God. Because what he saw confounded everything in him, that he said, no, I've been going the wrong way. I was reading, yes, I was doing all these things, but... This is not what God really wanted me to do. What is your purpose, O Lord? He started now seeking God in order to be intimate with God so that something can be birthed out of him for the sake of God. So many of you, you want God to use you. You want God to bless you. You want God to do this thing. But you have zero intimacy. God can never bless you if you're not going to be a blessing to people. Wow. God can never increase you if you never give your increase to others also. Whatever God does for you, he does it for the benefit of others. Wow. If it will never be for the benefit of others, he will never give it to you. Why, how does he know for sure that it will be for the benefit of others? It's not because you prayed. It's because you're intimate with him. Intimacy means into me I see. You are beginning to see into God and God sing into you. God can see. This one I'm going to put my mind to for the orphans. In this one I'll put my mind to deliver people. I will make this wealthy because he will push the gospel forward. God begins to do things in you and you begin to see into yourself. You begin to see Jesus. Remember what the Lord Jesus said. Unless you are in me and I in you, you can do nothing. He mm. did not say unless I am in you. God can be in you. But you're not in him. You'll still not be pregnant. Mm. Wow. Because intimacy makes you one flesh. In the sake of the spirit, it makes you one spirit. You begin to be one spirit with God. You begin to think the same with God. So somebody who is not ready to be intimate can never be pregnant by by God. Mm. You will never be pregnant by God. It is impossible. It is impossible. It doesn't matter how much you fast. There are people who fast 40 days and 40 nights, come out more empty than they went in. There are people who say, oh, God gave me this to do. They will do it and nothing ever progresses. They're still in the same place. Nothing is changing. Why? Because they have not discovered is the place of intimacy that you strip yourself. You become naked before God. You become stripped before God. When a husband and wife are in a room, there's no shame. You strip yourself. Why? Because it is time for intimacy. You can never have intimacy if you're not open. If you're not pure, God cannot put anything inside of you. So for you to be pregnant with God, it starts with a place of intimacy. Before we can talk about the benefits that come with pregnancy, the number one thing that happens first is you need to be intimate. You need to be in a place of intimacy with God. There are so many people you should be much farther than you are right now. You have not gone where you should be because you are never intimate with God, so God cannot get you pregnant. I wish somebody could hear me, I don't know if people can hear me. We hear you, we hear you. Number two, the next stage, when God delivers into you a seed that you become pregnant, the first thing that happens is the uterus of a woman begins to increase. Usually the uterus is no bigger than the size of an orange, I think, but immediately begins to increase. It can grow even five times, 500 times more than it is. It can even become the size of a watermelon or even more. Because the vision has to be contained in something before it is birthed and it grows more. Some of you, God came and put a seed, but you don't want to grow, you don't want to expand. Let me explain to you something. If it is something that you can do, it did not come from God. If it is something that you can do on your own, it never came from God. Because what comes from God, it takes God to do it. So it will take God to stretch you. It will not take yourself to stretch yourself because it's impossible. God has to stretch you against your will. God has to expand you against your will. God has to push you beyond your your wildest thoughts. God will begin to stretch you and stretch you and stretch you to the point of being uncomfortable. I wish somebody could catch me. When you want to receive something from God, you have to be able to allow God to mold you. True. You have to be able to allow God to mold you. God, what happens is the uterus begins to expand. Some of you, your visions were this small. You don't understand now your appetite for things have increased. You start thinking, ah, I've been living in an apartment so long. I need a house. I need my own house. Pregnancy is beginning to speak now. Your your, your uterus begins now to expand things begin to change for you because now changes begin to happen in your body because it is not that you want them, it is forcing you. Sometimes women will put on weight. (laughs) Not because they want, they'll be like, I want my old body, but the old body cannot carry the pregnancy. I wish somebody could catch this. What you used to be cannot carry it. You have to be changed. When God called Abraham, he told him, Come out of your father and mother's house. Go unto a place I will show you. God stretched him immediately. From the first time he got intimate with God, God told him, Leave your father and mother's house. He needed to be stretched immediately. Instantly. Stretching began. God did not tell him where he was going. Told him, I will show you. (laughs) Some of you, God will tell you, I'm about to increase you. If you take this first step, you you already want to see the finish line. (laughs) But unless you take the first step, the vision cannot be clear. Wow that's, good. wow, that's good. Somebody when you're about to get pregnant, you say, I want a boy, I want this. Uh, until the seed is planted, you will never know if it's a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now there is a mystery I want to explain to you about pregnancy, spiritually that I saw. And I explained what barrenness is there is a barrenness that is caused by the enemy and there is also one that God can cause God can close somebody's womb we see it in the Bible whereby the mother of Samuel she could not conceive not because it was a demon it was because God locked her womb but God opened her womb because of something she did she went and told God, God, you give me a son, I'll give him back to you. I'll give you a prophet. The moment he, she made a deal with God, God said, "Ah, this woman, she just doesn't want children for the sake of having children. She actually is concerned about what I want to do. God allowed her, the Bible says, and God opened her womb. What happens is when somebody is getting pregnant, when the flesh is coming together, if the spirit is not released from heaven to enter the flesh, the flesh will not develop. There will be a miscarriage. There will be something that will just happen that the pregnancy won't happen. Why? Because there was no spirit released into the body. But when a spirit of another person is released inside of that flesh, the baby begins to grow. The mother begins to crave things that are not of her own. The baby is now starting to control the mother. I want mangoes. (laughs) I just want mangoes. But you don't even like mangoes. No, I just, I'm craving ice in mid- midnight. I want ice cream. Who told you? When did you start eating ice cream? When God impregnates you, that vision begins to give you cravings. Wow. wow! It begins to push you to pray more. It begins to push you to desire bigger. It begins to make you see things that others cannot see. Because the pregnancy is now controlling you. The spirit of that child in your body is starting to control you. One of my sons, uh, Michael, he just had, he had, uh, he had uh, uh, two daughters. He had the first daughter. He wanted a, a son. I told him, no, you will not have a son the next one. The next one will be a daughter. After this one, it will be the son. You call this one uh, um, Eden. And the next one, you call him Manasseh. That one is a prophet. And exactly how the Lord spoke is exactly how it happened. But now the wife, when she is pregnant with, was pregnant with Manessa, now he's born. The, the, my son told me, man, my wife is being more aggressive than she's ever been. I don't know what is going on. I told him, my son, go talk to that baby. It's <laughs> is that, is that prophet inside of your wife. Go tell him to calm down. He said, Papa, you know, I went and I, told, I spoke to my son. I said, hey, calm down. Stop doing this to your mother. <laughs> He said, immediately, my wife's character just switched up. Wow. It was the spirit. Wow, the spirit. Wow. <laughs> I wish That's somebody would catch this. Wow. Notice, you want to eat things you don't want to eat. Where are the women? I wish the women would be here too. Those who have been pregnant to understand what I'm saying. You start craving things that you never... Things you used to like, you don't like them anymore. Some things you now like them more. Certain sense, you just want those sense. You don't understand why you want them. Ah, it's because of what is inside of you. Pregnancy brings cravings. When God impregnates you, you start to worry about souls. When God impregnates you, your vision expands. Poverty mentality leaves you. You begin to think about expansion, you begin to think about multiplication, you begin to see. Big things, you begin to desire to do mightier things. Why? Because there is something in you, it is no longer you, it is something in you that is pushing you. Mm. Notice everything that God said about Paul, Paul began to do, not because God told him to do it. There was something in him that just wanted to go to the Gentiles. There was something in him that just wanted to go to the lost. There was something in him, but Peter did not have the same thing. James did not have the same thing. Ah, I wish somebody could hear me. Are you there, somebody? Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, look at this. Science says this. It says, when a woman is pregnant, the the heart grows bigger. The physical heart increases of a woman. Mm. Some of you, the reason why it is very difficult for you to forgive is because you've never been pregnant. Your vision is too small. So when people are saying, "Ah, God give me a big heart, it is impossible unless you're pregnant. Mm. I wish people would catch what I'm saying. You cannot have a heart for people if you're not pregnant. Mm. Because it is impossible for your heart to get bigger. Mm. The heart expands because now you can carry more people. Your, uh, Your capacity is increased. You can pray for people longer. You can see people feel sorry for them and intercede for their sake. But if you have a small heart you just think about yourself. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh Lord. Listen to what the Bible says about the Lord Jesus. He says those who my Father has given me nobody can snatch them. So Jesus was driven. His heart was big because of who he was given. Wow. Wow. Some of you you are not given anybody. You are praying oh God Make I want a heart for people. You can't pray for a heart of people unless you are pregnant by God, because the people you have a heart for it will not be from your capacity. It will be because of the pregnancy. You see, the reason why there is so much unforgiveness in church is because people have taken the place of God. I was talking to Bishop Isaac and he was Isaiah and he was telling me, you know, a situation that happened and he he went after one man and he loved him and even got him restoration. And the man was shocked. He's saying, ah, I thought you'd be condemning me. He said, "Ah." he said, he did not tell him you have sin. He said, these are mistakes. Who hasn't done them? Why? Because he's pregnant. The person he's speaking to, he has been carrying him for nine months. He's about to birth him now. The problem that people have unforgiveness is you're not carrying anybody. Who can ever be angry with their children? Something has to be spiritually wrong with you. Mentally wrong with you. For you to have a grudge against your children. When you are pregnant, your heart increases. And the size of your heart means also you have the capacity to endure. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: That's good. Wow. Is, somebody, uh, is somebody there? Yes, sir. Is somebody there? Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Notice another thing that happens. The feet of women swell. They become big. They can no longer fit into old shoes. They have to wear open shoes. Hmm, I wish somebody was ready for this. When you are pregnant, you cannot walk where you used to walk. your feet will outgrow the shoes you used to wear, meaning that the box that you are in, you have to expand. God wants you to be flexible. There's something that a, a, a bishop told me, told me God wants you to be pliable. He wants you to be flexible. He wants you to be easy to flow. Pregnancy forces you to come out of high heels. I wish somebody could hear me. Women begin to wear loose clothes. Why? Flexibility. You cannot be pregnant with the purpose of God if you are stuck up in how things should be. Some of you just want things to be a certain way. It has to be this way. It has to be that way. It has to be this way. Yet when you are pregnant, you are no longer in control. You are just in control in carrying the vision of God. When God gave made Moses pregnant with Israel. Moses was not Moses just went to see what God was talking about. And God told him, I have seen the suffering of my people, and I have come down to deliver them. Now go and deliver them. Notice the pregnancy was sending him. God said, I have come, but God went inside of him and told him, go. So pregnancy sends you. It doesn't send God. But if you're wearing old shoes, you will not be able to walk, because one of the things God will say, take off your shoes. Uh, I wish somebody could catch me. I I wish somebody could, could catch me. Notice another thing that happens. The voice, the voice of a lot of women changes. The voice changes. The tone of the voice changes. Go to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me show you this. Genesis chapter number 3. I'm just going through this quickly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 8.
1: Verse
0: 8. Amen. Are you there? Have you ever heard a voice walking? Mm. (laughs) The Bible is saying they heard the voice of God walking in the garden. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you a mystery, but we're not going to talk about it today. If I was to tell you that it was not the Lord that they saw in the garden, would you believe me? (laughs) Mm. It was not the Lord. The voice is not the word. John doesn't say in the beginning was the voice says in the beginning was the word if you read anywhere where a voice is spoken about it's talking about a man called a prophet John said I am the voice crying in the wilderness A voice is always referring to a person (laughs) <laughs> I will teach this in another time, but I won't speak about it now. But I want you to know that some people have not been in the world now. God can take somebody out of time, bring them and take them out, and bring them another, at another time. This person that Adam that Adam and Eve spoke to is a prophet. He's also in the Bible. Wow. Go to Revelations. I want to show you something. Go to Revelations chapter 12. Let me just show you this. This is going to tickle somebody a little bit (laughs) 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 because remember when man has sinned, God cannot speak to you anymore he has to send a mediator Mm -hmm. and angels cannot mediate Mm -hmm. I'll say that again angels cannot what mediate because salvation is not the experience Ha, let me show you something. Uh, And I fell at his feet. Where is that? Uh, To worship him. There are two places that that happens. Can you find it for me? I know the last one is in uh, 22. Revelations 22, but I will explain it better. But I want you to read from the first one. I don't know if it's 6. Revelation 6 where he falls on his feet to worship the angel. I want to show you something. Uh, And said, I fell at his feet to worship him. What verse was that? Sorry, I'm using my old school Bible. Uh, And he said to me, the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Is that 12? As fast as you can. This is going to bless somebody. We are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. Amen. Very fast. Mm. You haven't found it.
1: Revelation 19. Verse
0: 10. Okay, yeah. Read it. Revelation 19. 10. Listen to this, Bishop. This is too much. Listen. Uh-huh.
1: And I fell at his feet to worship him. Mm. And he said unto me, See thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren. That are the testimony of Jesus, worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the
0: One more time, read it again.
1: And I fell at his feet to
0: worship Remember God. the whole time John first, when you read the book of Revelation, the chapter, first chapter it says, and the Lord, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ that he gave unto Jesus, and Jesus gave it unto his angel to reveal it unto John. So when John is seeing the man with the eyes like lightning, he's not seeing Jesus, he's seeing an angel that is representing Jesus he thought it was an angel because remember the word angel means malak malak just simply means messenger he's not saying angelic being but if you read it you realize that he's confused is this a human being or is this the Lord because if you have seen Jesus like you have seen him he doesn't look like an angel he looks like a man but you can mistake an angel for a man because many a times when angels appear they don't appear with wings They appear like a man. That's why you find Daniel says, and I saw the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in my dreams. He doesn't say, I saw the angel Gabriel. Mm. When you see Joshua saw a man standing with a sword, he said, are you for us or against us? He says, I am neither, but I am the commanders of the army of the Lord. Take off your shoes from your feet. He saw the angel Michael looking like a human being. The reality is this, actually many times when angels appear, they will never appear with wings. This is a deep mystery. Mm -hmm. Wings represent the ability to access dimensions. They don't need to fly, even though in the spirit, everybody can, you, you can float if you want. It's access to realms. I don't know if it makes sense. That's why seraphims have six wings. Why do they need six wings? You only need two to fly. Why six? It's the dimension that they are in. Access to that realm. Mm -hmm. Now notice this. Read it again.
1: And I fell at his feet to worship him. Uh And he said unto me, See thou do it not. See thou do it not. Why? I am thy fellow servant. I am thy fellow servant. And of thy brethren.
0: And of thy brethren. Now if somebody tells you, I'm one of your brothers, what is he saying? He's saying I'm a human being. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's saying I am one of your brethren. Mm -hmm. I'm one of your countrymen. Mm -hmm. If I see you, I tell you, ah, I'm one of you people. What am I saying? I'm Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. Are you catching what I'm saying? But notice how he even solidifies it. Keep reading.
1: And of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus.
0: Angels don't have a testimony of Jesus because he never died for them. That is why the angels cannot preach the gospel. Wow. They cannot come and tell you, repent, receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or you'll perish. <laughs> they can't do that. Why? Simply because of one thing. It is not their experience. They can point you to Jesus. That's why you find uh, Cornelius prayed, and an angel appeared, told him, uh, call, go to a certain place, you'll find a man called Peter. He will come and show you what to do. Notice he did not show them what to do. Why didn't the angel release the Holy Spirit? It's not his experience. So he's telling him the spirit of prophecy is the testimony. So somebody who has a testimony is not an angel. Angels cannot testify what Jesus has done for them. Because Jesus never came for them. I wish somebody would catch this. Jesus said, I did not come for angels. <laughs> I came for the descendants of Adam. So angels cannot testify about what Jesus has done. Mm. They can tell you how great he is, but they cannot say, he delivered me, healed me. No, they can't. Wow. Go to Genesis 22.
1: Amen.
0: Uh, verse 6 to 9. Hmm. mm-hmm
1: and Abraham took the wood of mm-hmm. the burnt offering mm-hmm. and laid it upon Isaac his son. Mm-mm.
0: Revelation 22. Revelation. Did you say Genesis? I said Genesis? I'm sorry. Revelation 22. <laughs> Revelation 22.
1: And he said unto me, mm-hmm. These sayings are faithful and true. Mm-hmm. And the Lord God of the holy prophets mm-hmm. sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. Mm-hmm. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. Mm -hmm. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things.
0: This is the second time he attempted to do it, because he did not get it the first time. What does he say?
1: Then said he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren the prophets.
0: Ah! He's telling him, I'm a prophet. But notice what verse 6 says. Read verse 6 again.
1: And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. Uh-huh. And the Lord God of the holy prophets.
0: Why is God calling himself the Lord God of the spirits of the prophets or, or the holy prophets? No human being is holy. <laughs> Why is God not saying, I am the Lord of the Christians? of the bishops, of the apostles. of Why is he saying I'm the Lord of the spirits of the prophets? The spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophets. There is something unique about somebody who carries the spirit of a prophet. Because to be a prophet, you must have past, present, and future. Mm. Prophets were not born into the world. You don't get born and become a prophet. You were ordained before you came into this world. God was reminding Jeremiah of an experience that he had before he came on earth. He told him, I ordained you a prophet. He's wondering, when did this ceremony happen? To say, I ordained you, it means that I was aware and I got sworn in and I passed. I was given a certificate Mm -hmm. and God is saying, I'm sending you to the world. Notice when the Lord Jesus grew up, the Lord Jesus began to say, I came from heaven. I came from my father. But everybody is like, wait, you, you are the son of Joseph. We know you. But the Bible says, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, meaning he grew into that mindset. He came to discover where he came from. He didn't all know it when he was born, even though he was God, because the condition of coming on earth is your memory is wiped out. You have to recover it. Now notice this, Ephesians chapter two says this, he says, let this mind also be in you that was in Christ Jesus, meaning Jesus had a mind that he adapted and he's telling you adapt it also. Though he was made in the image of God, he saw it not robbery to be equal to God. Your problem is you think you and God are different. (laughs) Yet he made you to be like him. (laughs) I wish somebody could catch this. Why does the voice change? It means that you start getting a leading. God sends you a prophet to guide you. The voice changes. So now you have direction outside of yourself. What does the Bible say? It says, By a prophet was Israel delivered and by a prophet was it preserved. Not prophecy, but a prophet. When God wants to change your your trajectory, spiritually and physically, he starts putting prophets around you, not fake ones, not people with titles. People who can say things and they happen. God begins to bring you to a place whereby you can hear his voice beyond just... Okay, I have a leading of the spirit. Because leading of the spirit is the highest level. Me and the the bishop were talking about it. But not everybody has matured to that place. Even David, who was a great prophet, needed a prophet that would come and tell him, this is what God is saying. Mm -hmm. So when prophet Lovey comes and tells you, God is about to increase you. God is about to open doors for you. You know that God is now expanding you because the voice is changing. You are receiving a leading. The thing that aborts so many people's pregnancy is that they forget the one that made them pregnant.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: They are no longer led by that voice. God will send a man of God to tell you, God is saying this. He say, ah, but it did not resonate in confirmation in me. Do you think uh, Abraham had confirmation of killing his son? You know, people always think that when God speaks, you'll be convicted. God can speak and you end up in chaos. It felt right to me. I knew it was God. Ah, sometimes you not know it's God. Because remember, what God was asking Abraham to do is what people in the occult do. Remember in Deuteronomy said, you shall not let your children pass through fire or sacrifice them. You will not do those things. God is telling him, take your son, take him on the altar, kill him for me. It had never been done and it will never be done. The only one that God did that to was his own son. God provided his own sacrifice to do that. Mm. And that son was God. So yeah. God is telling him, go g- kill your son. What am I going to tell my wife? God said we should kill Isaac. <laughs> do you see the confusion that he can bring? Yeah. 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 He could not even tell his own son. Mm. That uh, 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 you are sacrificed. <laughs> Issa asked him, Father, huh? where is the, 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 the goat or the ram for the offering? He said, God will provide. He's not, not telling him, you are already <laughs> the provision. So when God speaks to you, and I'm not talking, you know, when we talk about prophets or men of God who can have the prophetic ability, like, like Bishop Isaiah can speak something and it will come to pass because he's authorized by heaven. He's been approved by heaven that what he says must come to pass. Mm. If a man of God who tells you God said this and it never happens, run from them. What is their track record? Of course, there are some things that people need to believe in order for it to manifest. It's true. But what is the ratio of things coming to pass? Mm. How can somebody tell God is about to make you financially great? They don't have money themselves. How will they give it to you? God will give you peace, but you ask them, "How are you? Ah, things are just so difficult. Things are just so bad. <laughs> How can you give me a peace that you don't possess?" Mm. Is, is somebody catching me? Yes. Somebody yes. ask Page Faith Works, as Prophet Lovey. Why are people afraid of prophets to speak into their lives? Uh, it's because a lot of people are fake, first of all. And a prophet does not speak into your life. A prophet speaks and reveals your life. And it shows you your destiny. Speaking into your life, is, your life is adding something that was not there. A prophet comes to show you where God wants you to be. That is the difference. Amen. That is why I don't say, I have a word for you. Prophecy is in motion. A word is exhortation. It's specific. God says he loves you. That's a word. Prophecy tells you, you turn left, you turn right. This is in motion. It is active. It goes into the past, present, and into the future. Because the point of prophecy is the future. So the voice changes. The voice changes. The voice changes. It means how you used to think you will not think like that. You will receive direction. You become teachable. You see, when a woman is pregnant, she has to listen to a doctor more than ever. Eat this. Take this. Do this, yes, doctor. When she's not pregnant, she doesn't need the doctor. But as long as she's pregnant, she needs to go for checkups. Ah, uh, the baby is standing well, you are right on time. Okay, you need to do more exercise. He, 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 he will do this, he would do you are receiving direction. You are receiving direction. Somebody who cannot receive direction, the voice does not change that influences you. Mm. You are suspect. I don't know if somebody is catching this. Yes,
1: yes.
0: You are suspect. When a woman is pregnant, the sense of smell changes. When the sense of smell changes, what does that represent? The spirit of discernment. Dogs can tell who is coming by a strange scent. Hunting dogs, you show them something like this, they will find where it came from. Not because they can hear it, They can smell it, they can can detect where it is coming from. When you are pregnant with God's purpose, you begin to discern what is around you. You begin to discern what is around you. You begin to know who is who, who is the wrong person that can come into your life and mess up the pregnancy that God has put in you. Your discernment increases. I always tell people this. Discernment is the difference between what is true and what is almost true. Not what is true and what is false. You don't need discernment to know what is false. But you need discernment to know what is almost true. Because if there is 99% truth and one lie, it is no longer truth. It's an almost truth. So discernment can show you what is almost true. Is somebody catching this? Yes, Father. Do you realize everything that the devil tempted Jesus was scriptural? None of it was not script; Everything was scriptural. So some of you, because, oh, I was given a scripture, it doesn't mean that it's God. The devil can hit you with a scripture. <laughs> but if you don't have discernment, you will not know. One time I always tell people, ask me, how do you read the Bible? I'm always reminded of a story of a person that would do this before they go to sleep, they'll say, Lord, show me where to read. They'll open the Bible and read and close. One day, he read, he opened it, he looked and wherever his finger landed, he said, Judas killed himself. He said, no, this must be wrong. He closed it. He opened it again, put his finger. He says, you also do likewise. (laughs) (laughs) He closed his Bible and said, I begin to bind in the name of Jesus, fire. (laughs) But look at that. It's ignorance because remember, Words can be misinterpreted and can be mispositioned. Discernment, you begin, because of what you are pregnant with, you begin to really search and you begin to really look into people's lives. Who is this around me? Why are they around me? What is their intention around me? What is going on with them around me? Are they the right person around me? Just because somebody says, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Oh, time I will You say, ah, this one is a believer. No, they can be a Christian, but they may be the person that will abort your baby. They'll say, you tell them your dreams. They'd say, ah, you know, so many people have dreamt like so also, but you know, let's just believe God. I mean, maybe God will do it for you. Ah, run from such people. That's somebody with a spirit of abortion. Ah, you know, even me, I've been believing for such a thing for a long time, but uh, I believe that God will do it for you. I believe one day, one day. It's hard, it's very difficult, but you know, are you God? I was telling one of my spiritual daughters today, she was like, you know, people will tell me that this is difficult. I said, you are not people. Is your name people? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Why are you saying people? said, people are not you. You are not people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are not people. You are you, not people. Run from such. Don't walk, don't stroll. Run. So when discernment begins to increase, discernment can never grow in an area that you are not called to. You will not discern. You see, people in business know who is a good business partner. Somebody in ministry will not know who is a good business partner. Only people in business can discern who is a good business. This person is tricky. Something is wrong with this person. Something is not right. Because that's their field. Their discernment has grown in that field. Your discernment will just not generally grow. No, it will grow in the area that you're in. So when you're pregnant with destiny, you begin to understand and you begin to discern destiny killers. You begin to know them, mm, that one not for me, Ah, fire in the name of Jesus. You begin to navigate people in a different way. Mm-hmm. Glory be to Jesus. Be to
1: Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish somebody is getting uh, blessed. Yes, Another thing that happens when people are pregnant is this. You start to sleep a lot. you start to sleep a lot. The deeper you go into the pregnancy, you get sleepy a lot. There's something called dreaming. There's something called visions of the night. When you get pregnant, you begin to dream of the future. Mm. You begin to see what you're going to do. Mm. Adam could not have a, a wife. Unless he dreamt. God put him to sleep. Deep sleep came over him. We are not saying being lazy. But we are telling you to dream. Begin to dream beyond. I can't wait for this baby to be born. Begin to see what will happen when this baby is born. This is what we will do. That is what we will do. This is how we will expand. This is how we are going to push. This is how we are going to do it. This is how we are going to do it. Those things solidify that you are somebody of the spirit. Begin to dream bigger than you are. Yes, I'm pregnant. I can see the pregnancy is about to come. But go beyond the pregnancy. Why? Because if the baby is born and your goal was just for the baby to be born, then you have cut your journey short. If your goal was just for the baby to be born, then you have not gone beyond that because there's life after the baby is born. The baby has to be raised. The baby has to be cultivated, has to be guided, uh, be be led the right way. Those things matter. I'm going to finish with this one. I'm going to finish with this one. Everything that was ever conceived by God came out of darkness. That is why the Bible says he calls those things that are not as if they were. If they are not, it means they are somewhere that cannot be seen. When God was creating the heavens and the earth, he said, let there be light. It means that everything came from darkness. Because God is calling off light after he has made those things. Never be discouraged because what you're doing, people cannot see it. Or you can't even see it. You knowing that is there is greater because everything great was born where people cannot see it. Let me tell you why God does it in the dark. If what you're doing is exposed, you have already allowed demons to know what you're doing. They will come after you. But when God is cooking something, nobody will know. Notice, people are aware Jesus is coming there, but they didn't know where he was. Mm. Only the wise men who were intimate knew where he was. Mm. Herod had to kill everybody to look for one person. Somebody said, prophet, I was once told by a prophet that I have the Gabriel anointing. I don't know that one. (laughs) I've never heard of that one. When you're planting seeds, when you're doing farming, it's in the dark where you can't see anything. But in a little bit, you'll start to see something.
1: Mm.
0: Never be discouraged with darkness because it is out of darkness that you bring out those things. God says, go to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Verse 1 to 2. I want to show you something. We're going to finish with this. Hallelujah. Uh-huh.
1: In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth Uh and the earth was without form and void Mm. and darkness was upon the face of the deep Mm. and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water Mm -hmm. and God said let there be light and there was light and God saw the light that it was good and God divided the light from the darkness.
0: Notice this that doesn't make any kind of sense. The reason why you pray and you see darkness is because light can only exist if there's darkness. Mm. So God is saying, let there be light. And the Bible says, he saw that the light was good, he separated it from darkness. Meaning that light is conceived out of darkness. Mm. That is why in John he says, the light shineth in darkness. Now, if you are in a dark place, you light up a light. Darkness is gone. Mm. You won't see any darkness. But the Bible is telling you light is shining in darkness. God separated the light from the darkness, meaning he divided the light from darkness. If you are dividing it, it means they are one and the same. I wish somebody would catch this. If God is dividing light from darkness, it means they are one and the same. That is why the psalm says, light and darkness, they are both the same unto you. The problem is you think of darkness in the way of this world. The Bible has three meanings of darkness hidden mystery number one number two ignorance and number three the lack of light but whenever God is speaking of spiritual things he's talking about the hidden things the reason when you pray and you see something is becoming more difficult is because the closer you get to giving birth carrying the pregnancy becomes difficult that's when pains begin when you're pregnant ah there's no pains but the moment you're about to get and the cramping and the things that to begin before the water breaks, ah, you enter into your, you enter into your, uh, what is labour? Ah, women will even look at you and say, "You, I will never be pregnant by you again because, <laughs> because of the pain that is happening." They will look at you and say, ah, "I hate you. You, I don't want to see you, because of what they're going through at that moment." whenever you're close to birthing what God has for you the journey becomes tighter but light is born out of darkness it is in that darkness that your breakthrough is it is in that darkness that your breakthrough is it is in that darkness the purpose of light is because there is darkness when God called light, light could not exist without darkness. Because when God was creating heaven and there was no light, there was no darkness. Darkness only exists because there is light. And light only exists because there is darkness. Wow. God saw that the light was good and he divided it from darkness. Uh-uh. So the father of light is darkness. Because it validates light. Wow. If you just shine lights, do you know why in heaven there is no darkness? Actually, let me tell you a truth. This I saw in heaven, and I came to understand. In heaven there is no sun, there is no moon, there is no such source of light. It is the presence of God that illuminates everything. That's why there are no shadows. Because everything is filled with Him. But the reality in the spiritual realm, there is no light. In the spiritual realm, there is no light. It is the being that is connected with God that will illuminate light. But the, the, the spiritual realm, it's not like there is a bright light, you know, in the, in the spiritual realm. It's a lie. Mm. When you have an outer body experience, you know that immediately you'll be like, hmm, oh. <laughs> that you need the light of God to know and to see. This is a deep mystery. I don't even know why I mentioned it, but maybe one day we'll talk about it. So you need to understand this. I'm finishing with this. It is in that darkness that you think is so thick, that is so difficult. That's where your breakthrough is. If it was easy, then everybody can give birth. Glory be to God. God. Hallelujah. 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 Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all your people that are watching right now. I pray for them wherever they are, whatever country they are in. I pray right now, in the name of Jesus, let them be blessed in a way that they have never experienced before. I pray that, Lord, you give them the strength to be able to endure and to persevere during their pregnancy. Those who are pregnant, Father, we give them vitamins that that baby will grow, that they will birth that baby. I pray that you give them discernment and everything that we have spoken about. I pray for those who have not been pregnant yet, Father, bring them to a place of intimacy, that you may deposit your vision your purpose for their life I pray right now that father you will change everything about them change everything about them change everything about them this day let people see them and know that they have been with you push them beyond their little purpose and enter them into your purpose that is eternal I thank you that this is already fulfilled and this is accomplished. I pray that all that are watching, that the Spirit of God will touch them. Let them be filled afresh. Let them be overshadowed by your Spirit. Bring them out of their little imagination and bring them to a great place, to a place of plenty. In the mighty name of Jesus, both spiritually and physically, I thank you that this is accomplished now. In the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless everybody. All those who are giving, go to prophetlovey.com and give. God bless you. God increase you. I love you. But Jesus loves you even more until tomorrow. Remember, be intimate with God to be pregnant with God. Be intimate with God to be pregnant with God. If you're not intimate with God, it is impossible. It is impossible. It is absolutely, 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 again, absolutely impossible to be pregnant with this purpose. May God bless you. May God increase you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Shalom, shalom.